Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Everyday Attraction. My name is Ray. And this is Heather. And this is Every Day. And we are so glad that you're here as we like to go to the very edge of metaphysics and envelop the opportunity that there is more being revealed as you every day and that spirit, source, divine energy is actually revealing itself in your everyday moments. This show is all about realizing that we don't have to go to the mountaintop to truly be enveloped in divine energy. And we really want to see source, our non-physical entourage, as I like to call it, (laughs) surrounding us in every movement that we make day to day so that we can truly enjoy this life to its fullest because I don't know, maybe we did a lot to get here. I don't know what do you think Heather. <laughs> we sure we sure spend a lot of time thinking about leaving, but man, you know, it's good to be here. It's awesome to be here. It's good to be physical. You know, we were talking a little bit about it before the show about how part of the fun of of really having a spiritual revelation is realizing that the physical is so much a part of that, the textual, the ability to see and hear and taste and be, you know, in the world um, and, and truly enjoy the experience of being physical. And that is part of our our divine inheritance. You know, it is not just uh, an evolution of, of just the soul or the non-physical, but we also want to allow the because it is all one. You know, I think I think a lot yeah. of times we draw lines between this is physical and this is non-physical, which is kind of clunky, you know? Yeah, it is. And I feel like that that the littler things bring so much joy, like just an aroma and just really allowing that aroma to just go through my entire body is so joyous. And before I would think it has to be something big or it has to be something grand or it has to be, you know, something. And and it's really, for me, it's the little things like the little smells or the sounds or they just bring so much peace and so much, like it reminds me that I am spiritual and physical combined. Exactly. And according to the law of attraction, when you allow the physical to have you feel so good, you're creating more opportunities for the law of attraction 
to bring even more exquisite physical. It, it, it builds on itself once we learn to appreciate and step into that gratitude of, of what the physical experience is like. And like you said, enjoy the aromas, enjoy the taste, enjoy the visual component. And then it begins to build on itself because the universe says, yeah, you like that? Well, let me show you this. <laughs> you think that was cool. <laughs> and I love uh, that the law of attraction has a momentum about it. As long as we choose the direction of that momentum, it just gives us more and more and more. And, you know, have you looked in the face of a hydrangea lately? Holy moly. Mm. You know, you can pretty much just, um, you know, allow the physical universe to remind you of the exquisite details of divinity. And you're right, it is in the small stuff. But the small stuff builds into big reveals. And that's really our topic today. The word reveal has been on my mind and heart in the last couple of months is, you know, our Abraham study group has been, uh, we're here in the Bay Area. So if you're ever around, please uh, look us up. Um, you can email us everydayattraction at gmail.com. But we have been talking about this one statement that Abraham, our teachers, our leading edge teachers ha- spoke just a couple weeks ago at a, at a workshop. They had said, there is no such thing as manifestation. There is only a, a, a continual revealing of that which is already done in consciousness. And I loved this idea of the veils just being released where we start to see that every part of our life is infused with divinity. It's not just the days that we spend on the mountaintop or at church or in in our meditation time that God is revealing itself constantly on a moment to moment basis. So there is no manifestation because I think in a way manifestation in my mind, Heather starts to think about work. <laughs> you know, I got to like you have to do something, <laughs> right? I got to make this manifest. You know, and there are books and books and books and lectures and lectures and all kinds of you know long weekends that you can go to to learn to manifest. And I think it was so funny, in a way, when the Abrahams basically said, "Well, actually, it's already done in consciousness. You're just you just have to have the eyes to see it and the ears to hear it and the tongue to taste it." And that's a revelation. That's a revealing. That isn't a creation. And I just, oh, I couldn't get over that. You know, again, it was that thing about really allow the, the, the power to be coming through you as you rather than going out and trying to seek something. You mean we don't have to turn water into wine? <laughs> no. <laughs> Shock it off. <laughs> and there is more, um, I think, even in the more difficult moments, that which we call contrast, if we have the experience of of that divine nature living in every moment, we have the ability to drop into a place of peace, even in the more challenging moments, um, trusting the big T that there is always uh, divinity infused in everything and that truly we're in a, th- a theater, actually, a, a movie theater of sorts that is um, looking like it's outside of us. But OK, don't want to get too trippy metaphysical on everyone. right now. But <laughs> it's actually all an inside job. And yet, um, you know, there is something gorgeous about three dimensions and um, and the experience of it. And I do believe that we we really, really wanted to be here. And and because of that, uh, there is a great experience to just release and let go and and allow the physical experience to continually reveal the divinity to us. Um, and, and I wanted to focus today's show on, again, the, the word reveal, but also, you know, what are the everyday practices 
that we need to be engaged in as a conscious choice so that source can reveal itself. You know, we Mm -hmm. have to get in a certain gauge. Um, And it is, it's not work. It is, but it is a discipline. As we talked about many times in this show, there is a discipline in directing and deciding how to feel and making decisions on knowing how the universe works, you know, how to lean in your own direction. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, you, I found on YouTube, it was kind of interesting. Um, I was searching Abraham stuff on YouTube. And those of you who are just new to the show, we study um, leading edge teachers. Some of them call them, some people call them channels. Um, but we, our house channel is <laughs> Abraham Hicks. And you can find out more about them if you, this is the first time you're hearing about them at abraham-hicks.com. And we very much love uh, how Esther is um, revealing herself. But we use that, Heather and I both use that as a launching point for our own evolution and the own, own teaching that we do. And, um, and we have different ways of expressing that. And I think many people who are coming to these teachers find that way too. So I was on, I was on the internet searching for some good Abraham stuff. And there's a lot of YouTube Abraham. Have you ever seen how much is on YouTube of them? I haven't actually looked at, I mean, I, I watch clips a lot, but they're links from other people. So I haven't oh. ever searched it myself. Yeah, there's like a whole channel. And it was interesting because I was looking for something juicy to focus on um, today. And I saw this one thing on YouTube that said, you know, how to cure snoring or how on the Abraham channel. And I was like, oh, my God, that was my question last time I was in the hot seat. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, that's so funny. Was it it you? It was me. It was me. It was so funny. I like went over there and I clicked on it. And it's like, hi, this is Ray. (laughs) That's cool. It was really funny. And so somebody had taken that clip and posted on the internet. I'm glad they thought it was helpful. I thought it was, I said to them, you know, my life is so good that, you know, one of my biggest issues is snoring. (laughs) That's hilarious. Of course, my husband hates when I reveal that every time. He's just like, do you really need to lead with that? It's not very spiritual, but it's all spiritual. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, um, so that's on there. It's about 20 minutes. If you, if you want to know more of the metaphysics of snoring, check it out on YouTube. Um, but I also found this exquisite eight, eight and a half minutes called what to do things to do every day, things to do every day. And I thought it would be fun to just listen and comment on what the Abrahams do every day. Heather, what's your, do you have a practice every day? I mean, when you remember to do it, which I say for myself, when I remember to do it, what is your practice every day to kind of get into, into the, the zone? Well, I actually do some of the Byron Gate Katie stuff. Um, is it true? Like asking myself a question when I when I feel myself getting um, agitated or something, I'm like, is it true? How do I know for sure it's true? You, do you know those four questions? Yes, yes, I love. Yeah, it. so sometimes I do that, and then other times I just say, okay, how do I want to move up from where I am right now? Like, what's the easiest way for me in this moment because usually what I'm sometimes I'm just choosing to stay where I am so I actually don't do anything I just say oh here's where I am and I want to stay here so I don't do anything and then other times I actually ask myself what is the easiest and best way I would like to move up right now Mm -hmm. and one of my favorite ones is just envisioning that which I really um desire, like prepaving kind of, you know, mm-hmm. seeing myself 
wake up in the morning and go for a drive to the beach and walk along the ocean side because the ocean always calms me down and just take a few minutes to to go through it in my mind as if I'm doing it right now, as if it already happened. Mm. I like that. That's a good practice. You know, because usually they have to be kind of short. Like I'm not going to do something that takes all day. <laughs> I know when people talk about they meditate for an hour, I go, really? Oh, you have an hour wow. at one time? I know. God bless. I would like to get to that point, but it always feels like I, I can give you a good 15 minutes. That's about as far as it goes between kids and jobs. And Yeah. Well, you, you know, know, Abraham has said that before too. 15 minutes is all you need. You don't need more than that at one time, really. And that's why I study them pretty much. That's the whole reason. Because <laughs> they said they, it was... they only need for 15 minutes. <laughs> that's the trip for me. Uh, life is supposed to be fun and you only need 15 minutes. That They, got, they had me at hello. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> this I can do. Um, I think that that, that visioning process in the, in the morning is so important. And um, I've really taken to heart this, this concept of, of not leaving my bed until I have sort of prepaved or at least in a, we've talked about this on the show for the last couple of, of months, instead of a to-do list, a to-feel list. What do I want to feel today? You know, do I want, what is it the experience that I'd like to engage in? Um, whether it be, I want to feel connected or I want to feel responsive or I want to feel agility or I want to feel, um, seen or loved or, you know, whatever that is, it's kind of an interesting way to do your list for the day and then allow source to, to reveal the who, what, where, why, and when, uh, which as they say often is not our business, even though we try to make it our business <laughs> endlessly. Yeah. Um, we're but, so curious. We have to know everything right now. Exactly. Exactly. How is that going to happen? Um, and, and, you know, set, <laughs> set ourselves up for the expectation that, by sort of setting this grid, which is the Abraham language for, you know, setting out a blueprint, um, you then allow the universe to surprise and delight you, uh, which is, I think, something that a lot of us have forgotten that it is about surprise and delight, um, that there is nothing to, you know, so much, so many of us have gotten to this idea that I have to work so hard or get something done or get, there's something I'm not getting and until I get it or, you know, putting off a lot of things because certain things aren't in place and la 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 la. It's all noise, 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 noise. And there is an elegance to the universe that we can, uh, that we can embrace. So what to do every day? That's the question we're asking today on the show. Um, how can you set yourself up for um, a broad expansion? And, and more importantly, how can you set yourself up so that you're connected more often than not? during the day. So let's hear a little bit from um, a recent Abraham workshop and let's see what they have to say. Again, we encourage you to go to the abraham-hicks.com website and just buy as much as you possibly can afford <laughs> because it's such awesome work and we love it so much and we want to promote it as much as possible. But let's, let's hear a little bit about what they say to do every day. Here we go. If we were standing in your physical shoes, we would We would decide to be lazy. <laughs> We're reaching for the perfect word. We would decide to be lazy for a little while. Because in your giving yourself permission to be lazy, you're giving yourself permission to allow your grid to fill in with everything that you've already 
chosen and put into your vortex. The word lazy has an unpleasant connotation, doesn't it? Because it's humans measuring themselves against other humans based upon a flawed premise. And the flawed premise is the more you do, the more you're worth. And that is the most flawed of all flawed premises. I'd like to give you the premise that is at the basis of your universe. The better you feel, the more you allow. You could not be more deserving. You came as deserving beings into this time-space reality with powerful and clear intent. You've been mixing it up with others and defining what's important, not only to you personally, but important to you on behalf of others. You've included in your vortex the well-being of many others. In some cases, mass consciousness. In some cases, a community. In some cases, a family. But you've included in your vortex a desire for the well-being of far more than your personal self. But it is necessary for you to tend to the well-being of your personal self in order to be a productive advocate for the well-being for anyone else. In other words, you cannot give or you cannot extend or you cannot punctuate or you cannot accentuate, you cannot assist anything that you are not already feeling, which means if you are wanting in an altruistic way to be an advantage to everyone you know, you first have got... Well, let's stop there. That was gorgeous. We'll go back to it more. Um, we're actually going to take a quick break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio. We're so happy you're here, and we'll be right back after the break. Don't think about it. Let it unfold. Let it When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
now return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Everyday Attraction. My name is Ray. And this is Heather. And this is Every Day. And we are so glad that you're here as we like to go to the very edge of metaphysics and envelop the opportunity that there is more being revealed as you every day. And that spirit, source, divine energy is actually revealing itself in your everyday moments. This show is all about realizing that we don't have to go to the mountaintop to truly be enveloped in divine energy. And we really want to see source, our non-physical entourage, as I like to call it, (laughs) surrounding us in every movement that we make day to day so that we can truly enjoy this life to its fullest. Because, I don't know, maybe we did a lot to get here. I don't know. What do you think, Heather? (laughs) We We sure spend a lot of time thinking about leaving, but man, you know, it's good to be here. It's awesome to be here. It's good to be physical. You know, we were talking a little bit about it before the show about how part of the fun of of really having a spiritual revelation is realizing that the physical is so much a part of that, the textual, the ability to see and hear and taste and be, you know, in the world um, and, and truly enjoy the experience of being physical. And that is part of our our divine inheritance. You know, it is not just uh, an evolution of, of just the soul or the non-physical, but we also want to allow the, because it is all one, you know, I think, I think a lot yeah. of times we draw lines between this is physical and this is non-physical, which is kind of clunky, you know? Yeah, it, it is. And I feel like that, that the littler things bring so much joy, like just an aroma and just really allowing that ar- aroma to just go through my entire body is so joyous. And before I would think it has to be something big or it has to be something grand or it has to be, you know, something. And and it's really, for me, it's the little things like the little smells or the sounds or they just bring so much peace and so much, like it reminds me that I am spiritual and physical combined. Exactly. And according to the law of attraction, when you allow the physical to have you feel so good, you're creating more opportunities for the law of attraction to bring even more exquisite physical. It, it, it builds on itself once we've learned to appreciate and step into that gratitude of, of what the physical experience is like. And like you said, enjoy the aromas, enjoy the taste, enjoy the visual component. And then it begins to build on itself because the universe says, yeah, you like that? Well, let me show you this. <laughs> you think that was cool. <laughs> and I love uh, that the law of attraction has a momentum about it as long as we choose the direction of that momentum it just gives us more and more and more and you know have you looked in the face of a hydrangea lately holy moly Mm. you know you can pretty much just um you know allow the physical universe to remind you of the exquisite details of divinity and you're right it is in the small stuff but the small stuff builds into big reveals and that's really our topic today the word reveal 
has been on my mind and heart in the last couple of months is, you know, our Abraham study group has been, uh, we're here in the Bay area. So if you're ever around, please uh, look us up. Um, you can email us everydayattraction at gmail.com. But we have been talking about this one statement that Abraham, our teachers, our leading edge teachers ha- spoke just a couple weeks ago at a, at a workshop. They had said, there is no such thing as manifestation. There is only a, a, a continual revealing of that, which is already done in consciousness. And I loved this idea of the veils just being released where we start to see that every part of our life is infused with divinity. It's not just the days that we spend on the mountaintop or at church or in in our meditation time that God is revealing itself constantly on a moment to moment basis. So there is no manifestation because I think in a way manifestation in my mind, Heather starts to think about work. <laughs> you know, I got to like you have to do something, <laughs> right? I got to make this manifest. You know, and there are books and books and books and lectures and lectures and all kinds of you know long weekends that you can go to to learn to manifest. And I think it was so funny in a way when the Abrahams basically said, "Well, actually, it's already done in consciousness. You're just you just have to have the eyes to see it and the ears to hear it and the tongue to taste it." And that's a revelation. That's a revealing. That isn't a creation. And I just, oh, I couldn't get over that. You know, again, it was that thing about really allow the, the, the power to be coming through you as you rather than going out and trying to seek something. You mean we don't have to turn water into wine? <laughs> no. <laughs> Shock it off. <laughs> and there is more, um, I think, even in the more difficult moments, that which we call contrast, if we have the experience of of that divine nature living in every moment, we have the ability to drop into a place of peace, even in the more challenging moments. Um, trusting the big T that there is always uh, divinity infused in everything and that truly we're in a, th- a theater, actually, a-, a movie theater of sorts that is um, looking like it's outside of us. But OK, don't want to get too trippy metaphysical on everyone. Right now, but <laughs> It's actually all an inside job. And yet, um, you know, there is something gorgeous about three dimensions and um, and the experience of it. And I do believe that we we really really wanted to be here and and because of that uh there is a great experience to just release and let go and and allow the physical experience to continually reveal the divinity to us um and and i wanted to focus today's show on again the the word reveal but also you know what are the everyday practices that we need to be engaged in as a conscious choice so that source can reveal itself. You know, mm-hmm. we have to get in a certain gauge. Um, and it is, it's not work. It is, but it is a discipline. As we talked about many times in the show, there is a discipline in directing and deciding how to feel and making decisions on knowing how the universe works, you know, how to lean in your own direction. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you, I found on YouTube, it was kind of interesting. Um, I was searching Abraham stuff on YouTube. And those of you who are just new to the show, we study um, leading edge teachers. Some of them call them, some people call them channels. Um, but we, our house channel is <laughs> Abraham Hicks. And you can find out more about them if you, this is the first time you're hearing about them at abraham-hicks.com. And we very much love uh, how Esther is um, revealing herself. But we use that, Heather and I both use that as a launching point for our own evolution and the 
own own teaching that we do. And, um, and we have different ways of expressing that. And I think many people who are coming to these teachers find that way too. So I was on, I was on the internet searching for some good Abraham stuff. And there's a lot of YouTube Abraham. Have you ever seen how much is on YouTube of them? I haven't actually looked at, I mean, I, I watch clips a lot, but there are links from other people. So I haven't yeah. ever searched it myself. Yeah. There's like a whole channel. And it was interesting because I was looking for something juicy to focus on um, today and I saw this one thing on YouTube that said, you know, how to cure snoring or how on the Abraham channel. And I was like, oh, my God, that was my question last time I was in the hot seat. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Was it, it you? It was there? me. It was me. It was so funny. I like went over there and I clicked on it. And they like, hi, this is Ray. <laughs> That's cool. It was really funny. And so somebody had taken that clip and posted on the internet. I'm glad they thought it was helpful. I thought it was, I said to them, you know, my life is so good that, you know, one of my biggest issues is snoring. <laughs> That's so, hilarious. Of course, my husband hates when I reveal that every time. He's just like, do you really need to lead with that? It's not very spiritual, but it's all spiritual. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, so that's on there. It's about 20 minutes. If you if you want to know more of the metaphysics of snoring, check it out on YouTube. Um, but I also found this exquisite eight, eight and a half minutes called what to do things to do every day, things to do every day. And I thought it would be fun to just listen and comment on what the Abrahams do every day. Heather, what's your, do you have a practice every day? I mean, when you remember to do it, which I say for myself when I remember to do it, what is your practice every day to kind of get into, into the, the zone? Well, I actually do some of the Byron Gate Katie stuff. Um, is it true? Like asking myself a question when I, when I feel myself getting um, agitated or something, I'm like, is it true? How do I know for sure it's true? You, do you know those four questions? Yes, yes, I love yeah, it. Yeah, so sometimes I do that. And then other times I just say, okay, how do I want to move up from where I am right now? Like what's the easiest way for me in this moment? Because usually what I'm – sometimes I'm just choosing to stay where I am, so I actually don't do anything. I just say, oh, here's where I am and I want to stay here, so I don't do anything. And then other times I actually ask myself, what is the easiest and best way I would like to move up right now? Mm. And one of my favorite ones is just envisioning that which I really um, desire, like prepaving kind of, you know, mm. seeing myself wake up in the morning and go for a drive to the beach and walk along the ocean side because the ocean always calms me down and just take a few minutes to, to go through it in my mind as if I'm doing it right now, as if it already happened. Mm. I like that. That's a good practice. You know, because usually they have to be kind of short. Like I'm not going to do something that takes all day. <laughs> I know when people talk about they meditate for an hour, I go, really? Oh, you have an hour wow. at one time? I know. God <laughs> bless. I would like to get to that point, but it always feels like I, I can give you a good 15 minutes. That's about as far as it goes between kids and jobs. And Yeah. Well, you, you know. know, Abraham has said that before too. 15 minutes is all you need. You don't need more than that at one time, really. And that's why I study them pretty much. That's the whole reason. Because <laughs> they said they, it was... They only need <laughs> for 15 minutes. <laughs> 
that's the trip for me. Uh, life is supposed to be fun and you only need 15 minutes. That They, got, they had me at hello. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> this I can do. Um, I think that that, that visioning process in the, in the morning is so important. And um, I've really taken to heart this, this concept of, of not leaving my bed until I have sort of prepaved or at least in a, and we've talked about this on the show for the last couple of, of months, instead of a to-do list, a to-feel list, what do I want to feel today? You know, do I want, what is it the experience that I'd like to engage in? Um, whether it be, I want to feel connected or I want to feel responsive or I want to feel agility or I want to feel, um, seen or loved or, you know, whatever that is, it's kind of an interesting way to do your list for the day and then allow source to, to reveal the who, what, where, why, and when, uh, which as they say often is not our business, even though we try to make it our business endlessly. Yeah. Um, we're but, so curious. We have to know everything right now. Exactly. Exactly. How is that going to happen? Um, and, and, you know, set, set ourselves up for the expectation that, by sort of setting this grid, which is the Abraham language for, you know, setting out a blueprint, um, you then allow the universe to surprise and delight you, uh, which is, I think, something that a lot of us have forgotten that it is about surprise and delight, um, that there is nothing to, you know, so much, so many of us have gotten to this idea that I have to work so hard or get something done or get, there's something I'm not getting and until I get it or, you know, putting off a lot of things because certain things aren't in place and la, 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 la. It's all noise, 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 noise. And there is an elegance to the universe that we can, uh, that we can embrace. So what to do every day? That's the question we're asking today on the show. Um, how can you set yourself up for um, a broad expansion? And, and more importantly, how can you set yourself up so that you're connected more often than not? during the day. So let's hear a little bit from um, a recent Abraham workshop and let's see what they have to say. Again, we encourage you to go to the abraham-hicks.com website and just buy as much as you possibly can afford <laughs> because it's such awesome work and we love it so much and we want to promote it as much as possible. But let's, let's hear a little bit about what they say to do every day. Here we go. If we were standing in your physical shoes, we would We would decide to be lazy. <laughs> We're reaching for the perfect word. We would decide to be lazy for a little while. Because in your giving yourself permission to be lazy, you're giving yourself permission to allow your grid to fill in with everything that you've already chosen and put into your vortex. The word lazy has an unpleasant connotation, doesn't it? Because it's humans measuring themselves against other humans based upon a flaw, pre flawed premise. And the flawed premise is the more you do, the more you're worth. And that is the most flawed of all flawed premises. I'd like to give you the premise that is at the basis of your universe. The better you feel, the more you allow. You could not be more deserving. You came as deserving beings into this time-space reality with powerful and clear intent. 
you've been mixing it up with others and defining what's important, not only to you personally, but important to you on behalf of others. You've included in your vortex the well-being of many others, in some cases, mass consciousness, in some cases, a community, in some cases, a family. But you've included in your vortex a desire for the well-being of far more than your personal self. But it is necessary for you to tend to the well-being of your personal self in order to be a productive advocate for the well-being for anyone else. In other words, you cannot give or you cannot extend or you cannot punctuate or you cannot accentuate. You cannot assist anything that you are not already feeling, which means if you are wanting in an altruistic way to be an advantage to everyone you know, you first have got. Well, let's stop there. That was gorgeous. We'll go back to it more. Um, we're actually going to take a quick break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio. We're so happy you're here, and we'll be right back. been listening to everyday attraction where the law of attraction gets real to learn more become a fan of our facebook page search for everyday attraction or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed welcome back from the break you're listening to ray and heather here on everyday attraction As we're listening to the things that we can do every day to set forth the most positive opportunity to leverage the energy that creates worlds. I I really, and I talk about this a lot, it is truly the new technology, the metaphysical technology that we as spiritual seekers and and human beings um, can take advantage of. Because once you know the rules of the game, once you know how something works and you see the results and how quickly and effortlessly things can come together with your aligned action. I think a lot of times people hear the metaphysical principles and they say, well, you can't just sit on your couch and and wait for the door uh, to come knocking. But what happens when you act when you're not aligned ends up being a real waste of energy. It ends up being something that's exhausting and I think really hard on the body too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I want to use the word stress which is, you know, a a word used for a lot of things. But I think stress happens when we are trying to move against a current or or try to get something done that's not in an inspired energy. That stress happens because our broader knowing is trying to communicate something and our sort of lesser knowing, our more... um, cutoff might be too strong of a word, but our our more resistant energy is trying to bang it out in action or trying to control others or trying to control circumstances. Yeah, good luck with that. Um, And I think that stress happens in the body when we, you know, don't allow that energy to have its way with us, you know? And it can actually be real physical issues. You know, as, as Abraham talks about so much that when the body hurts, mm-hmm. it is, it is really just an experience of resistance and not keeping up with the energy um, that is moving through you. 
Uh, and I know now it seems like every disease, everything on the planet is now being traced back to this thing called stress, uh, yeah. whether it be stress from the environment or stress from our own um, situations and our life experiences. It's really kind of revealing in how do we deal with those stresses um, in our own lives and, and what is our spiritual practice in releasing stress. And in the, in the third, um, they talked about meditation, they talked about walking in nature, but thirdly, they talked about the book, A Book of Positive, positive Aspects. Aspects. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> <laughs> and that really, I, I, that to me is just key, key to reframing it. How do you use that, Heather, in your life to, to look for positive aspects? Well, I actually um, like to do... I do the cheap version sometimes, which is the, what are the five things I'm, I'm feeling appreciation for, mm. um, which is a bullet kind of list, but I feel like it just brings the energy up. So sometimes I think about what if, you know, I think about like my children or something and I think about, gosh, what if I didn't have them in my life? How would my life be different? And then I, I just really feel like I appreciate and feel the positive aspect grow if I kind of look at it with and without. Mm, Sometimes yeah. I do that. That's a, another way that I can really see how blessed I am. Yes, yes. And I really love that writing down. I mean, I know a lot of people yeah. may or may not feel comfortable with that, but there's something really powerful about getting a notebook and you know writing out a circumstance at the top of the page and doing whatever you can to find the positive aspect that may come out of this. And, and what it allows you to do is start releasing the resistance that, um, that you're in the wrong place releasing the resistance that you're in the wrong situation um, because everything has an opportunity to reveal a broader knowing everything is an expansion point and when we resist where we are when we resist what's happening we we it takes longer or sometimes we miss the opportunity to see uh, what might be revealing itself but what i think is so important about the positive aspects book is the practice of it because yeah if you wait until, you know, the proverbial hmm, hits the fan and then you try to do positive aspects, you don't have that muscle built. It's going to feel inauthentic. It's going to feel crazy. Whereas if you have the day-to-day -day experience of looking at things from a broader perspective, which is really what positive aspect, uh, positive aspecting is, is asking you to do, to look at it from another vantage point, to get out of your own momentum and see what's possible. Um, is there another way of seeing this? Is there more information here than I'm allowing? And actually letting spirit guide you to what some of the positive aspects are. You might not be able to find it, but, um, but asking and listening is a powerful way to practice on a daily basis. How can I see this as something um, different than, than, than sort of the narrative that's cutting me off from the possibilities? So I love that practice. And, you know, I, I have so many notebooks filled, 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 and uh, I can't, you know, I, I cannot recommend that practice enough. And, yeah. you know, and at first it does feel a little inauthentic, you know what I mean? Well, and I, one of the thing I tell my client is my, my clients is that you got to find something that works for you because there's so many different opportunities, but if somebody really resists something, it's not going to work for them. That's true. You know? Yeah. So me personally, I don't like to write that much. 
but I like to envision it in my head. So I go through my positive aspects in my head. I don't know if it makes a difference or not. I don't think so. I don't. Th- I think that you're right. If you if you really resisted writing and it felt it felt like foreign to you, then this you would need to spin this in a way that feels right for you. You know. Mm-hmm. But if you like writing and it is something that you enjoy, this is how to focus your writing. Because I think a lot of times when people write, they'll focus on so much about what's not working and what's right. not happening, and they'll fill journal after journal after journal, telling the same bloody story. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that's the last thing you want to do in your head or on paper. But I think you're right. If, you know, in in your mind, just asking the question, is there another way of seeing this? It's powerful. You know, in the moment, is there another way that I can perceive this? Is there some more information that I can allow in? That practice in and of itself is pretty divine, you know. And I, and I think that so much in our lives can... Um, can move through to the solution stage much quicker when we're willing to get off of our own momentum and our own story to say, is there a broader perspective? Um, and of course, that that really is getting into the space of love, the energy of love, because love says, you know, um, that all is well. So how can we move back and, and allow love to fuse through the situation and, you know, perhaps enter in some alternative dialogue <laughs> mm-hmm. more so? So we want to make sure and get to the end of the what should you do every day list, which is coming from our favorite channels, Abraham, Abraham Hicks.com. But this particular track, if you search YouTube, Abraham Hicks and the word every day, uh, you'll find this wonderful revealing of what we can do every day. So let's let's hear the rest of that list. And then there is one last thing that if we were standing in your physical shoes, we would do every single day we would look upward and outward it's best if you do it outside or standing at a window and we would acknowledge that there are universal forces that are focused right at you we would acknowledge by calling it my name, if you have a name that you like. And we would say, I acknowledge that I am the object of your positive attention, and I'm appreciating your continual gaze on behalf of my well-being. And today, no matter where I am, no matter where I am going, no matter what I am doing, and no matter who I am doing it with, I will be in conscious awareness that you too are there with me, appreciating me, supporting me, assisting me, acknowledging me, inspiring me, guiding me, having fun with me, acknowledging me, Supporting me, assisting me, inspiring me, helping me, guiding me, aware of me, loving me, showing me, inspiring me, guiding me, helping me, uplifting me, 
showing me get into an endless loop of that acknowledgement and watch what begins to happen in your life as soon as this day. Your vortex is filled to the brim with specific requests that you have put there and that you are deserving of the realization of. And it's time for those realizations to be flooding into your experience at a rate that will astonish those who surround you. It's time for you to remember what you've put there and to bring it forward active into your today experience. Can we get an amen, sister? Can we get an amen? Amen. That was awesome. (laughs) That is our everyday takeaway right there. Wow. Yeah, so good. It felt so good. So look upward and outward and acknowledge that there are forces, universal forces focused right at you. Ooh, can you let that in? It's so big. It is. And just to know that that love, like no matter what you do, no matter what you say, those forces are with you 150%. Yeah. You're never alone. Never alone. And and to look up and say, I know that I am the object of your attention. Great forces. Call it by name. Whatever it is that you love to call that source, that spirit, that all knowing. I know, I know that I'm an object of your attention to really step into that deserving, to step into that. It's just powerful. And I am in in deep appreciation of your attention that no matter where I am or what I'm doing or who I'm doing it with, you are there too. And you heard Mm. the kind of energy loop that they got into it, the energy is there appreciating you, assisting you, acknowledging you, inspiring, guiding, supporting, guiding. Did we mention Loving. Supporting? <laughs> Loving. Uplifting, helping, having fun with. Yes. Showing you, showing you the way. So if you really want to get a lot done, if you have a big vision and you can step into that deserving and then bring this entourage with you, they will show you the way. They will show you the direct line between A and B without having to go around the alphabet. You yeah. know. And sometimes um the door does somebody does knock on the door or the phone yeah. the phone does ring. <laughs> exactly. exactly. It does. <laughs> it does. It does, despite it all does. of our <laughs> thinking otherwise. I love um, you know, Frank Butterfield, we've talked about him many times on this show. He's also a house channel that we adore. And I remember him, uh, he had a whole focus on marketing and how to market your business. And people always call in about, you know, I've got this business and I don't feel comfortable marketing. And he said something that just really blew my mind. And, and it's so opposite of what you hear out in the world. He said, you could be a doll maker at the end of the road in a lost country. And if you were in alignment, you could sit by the fire and make your dolls and someone would find you and market you and give you everything that you wanted for those dolls. <laughs> you know, at the end of the road in a country unknown, a knock would come at the door and someone would say, I can, I can do that for you. You know, I, it, it just reminds me so much that we truly are in this together. Mm-hmm. We're all connected. <sighs> yeah. And what, is what you can't do someone else it's their great joy to do 
it is their gift to do, you know, and, so. al- and let them do it. Yeah, man. You know, let receive, 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 receive. Yeah, we, we, you know, I think that's really something that I have found is so ironic is that it is more difficult to receive for some of us than it is to give, you know, and it is interesting to go through the experience of receiving and, and letting someone do what they do best. And, and I think that, you know, for women too, especially those of us out there who are trying to do their own businesses and are trying to kind of handle a lot of worlds, it's uncomfortable to receive help from others for some of us. And I'm not going to say for all of us, but it is so worth the experience of just allowing someone to do that for you, knowing that they're part of your yes, you know. They're part of your guidance. They're not outside of it. Um, I was channeling one time and I was listening to um, the joyous ones. They were talking about how they get joy from assisting us, not just, you know, waiting. They're waiting for us to ask, you know, and and I got it on a different level because sometimes I feel like, oh, I don't want to ask because it's not big enough. I I don't want to use up my asking too early, you know, (laughs) like there's some amount, right? Right. Um, I'm going to wait until it's an emergency before I ask somebody something because, yeah, whatever. It's dumb stuff. And and the way that um, when I was channeling, they were describing that they get their joy by co-creating with us and waiting for us to ask for things. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you mean I'm, I'm, one, I'm giving you joy, but two, I'm taking away your joy by not asking for assistance. <laughs> That's Let me ask more. <laughs> well, if you insist. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love that because it is truly that receiving that allows us to have the energy to give in the first place. It is, is that perfect circular energy. Um, not to be stopped up by, you know, I'm going to be the lone wolf. I can do it all myself. Uh, that leads to a stress that isn't in alignment with these broader knowings. We've actually come to the end of our hour. And I hope that something that you have heard this hour will uh, stay in your mind and heart and, and give you relief this week, give you something to um, to help align you so that these energies and these gorgeous divine forces can show you that you are in the perfect position to reveal the next greatest thing for yourself in your life and your family and even this, this planet. So Heather, thank you for the hour. Again, if you'd like to connect with Heather, she does do one-on-one. Um, she is a certified hypnotherapist and an Abrahamite and what a beautiful combination that is. So you can check out her website, receive, receive, Ah, reset your mindset. I was in that receive in my head. <laughs> reset your mindset.net. And of course, if you'd like to reach out to me, you can check us out on our Facebook page, Everyday Attraction, or you can also email us at everydayattraction at gmail.com. We love you all. We thank you for this time together. And as always, we look forward to the next time that we can receive together. Be well. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. 
Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Reverend Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio. Do you think you know all you want to know about characters in the Bible? Do you know who could be called the king who loved too much? Or what it means to be a Jezebel? Or that the best love story in the Bible begins with the declared commitment of two women. The Bible's symbolic meaning can help you transform your life and discover the presence and power of God within you. Find out what these characters can teach you about your own life today by tuning into Biblical Power for Your Life. Each week, co-hosts Reverends Karen Tudor and E.J. Niles present a Bible character from an historical, cultural, psychological, and symbolic perspective. Your comments and questions are part of the lively discussion. Tune in every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, and power up your life. Only at Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Celebrated Unity Minister and author Eric Butterworth tells us, The exciting thing is that wherever you may be along the way of unfoldment and self-realization, no matter what the problems or challenges you may face, there is always more in you, the mystery of God in you, the Christ in you, which means your potential for healing, for overcoming, for prosperity. There is no limit. Join us each week for Discovering Eric Butterworth, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Central Time with host Rev. Tom Thorpe, right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world.